0: The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. In-depth investigative.
1: This is KXAN News Today. The state may soon directly oversee the Austin School District's Special Education Department, Texas Education Agency, saying AISD has not done enough to help students in that program. Good morning, I'm Tom Miller. Good
2: morning, I'm Sally Hernandez. Tonight, AIST parents, you get a chance to learn more about the change and to speak out about it if you want. The TEA plans to have a conservator oversee the department because of a backlog of evaluations of students with the disabilities. It says students do not have access to the resources and individualized education plans that they need because they are not getting through the evaluation process. There will not be any immediate changes, we are told. If the conservatorship happens, there will be two to three state workers evaluating what led to the backlog. Then they'll make recommendations. AISD says it has until April 17th to appeal.
1: And those state workers could be working with the district by late summer. Interim Superintendent Matias Segura saying the board is trying to fix the problem.
0: You heard me i think from day one uh, talk about special education services and that it was our number one priority we're actually you know hopeful that the collaborative process will be able to move some of the work that maybe hasn't moved in the direction that we've wanted for a couple years
1: there is a district meeting with parents it's tonight at 6:45. open to the public and it's at the central office off of the I-35 Frontage Road.
2: Now going in depth, Austin ISD's interim superintendent that you saw there released an update on the steps the district is taking to address issues with special education. The center office, central office rather, the special education teams along with principals and their campus teams are taking a step-by-step for inclusive schools training. That training started in February and is designed to address instructional quality and support. The district also created a centralized dashboard that tracks pending and completed evaluations and they launched an aggressive recruitment effort, it says, that includes providing up to a $20,000 annual incentive for meeting evaluation targets as well as a $5,000 stipend for special education teachers next year.
1: For some context, the advocacy agency Disability Rights Texas filed a lawsuit against AISD in 2021. That group alleged about 800 students were waiting on delayed initial evaluations. Another 1600 were waiting on delayed three-year evaluations. These evaluations are needed to identify students with disabilities and children who need additional support or services.
2: Students with disabilities who start Uh, receiving those appropriate services sooner, have a much higher likelihood of academic and non-academic success.
1: Last December, the group asked the TEA to conduct a special investigation of AISD, made a similar request two years ago. In the past, the district told us the pandemic was challenging because it prefers to do the evaluations in person. The district also lost teachers and some of those specialists needed for evaluations. The federal government zeroed in on Texas in 2018. The Department of Education found the state violated the law by denying students with disabilities the tools and the services they need. Two years later, the federal government found the TEA still hadn't done enough to serve all special education students.
0: First 20 weather
1: with meteorologist Rich Siegel.
0: And a very good Monday morning to you. We start out with a live look at clouds and radar. No rain on the radar right now. We had a little rain last night in San Saba County and one brief downpour in Milam County left just shy of a quarter of an inch of rain at Cameron. 23 hundreds to be exact, but for the rest of us, there was no rain. There may be a little rain today. Temperatures down to 59 at Lano to 73 at LaGrange and Flatonia. Camp Mabry right now at 71 after yesterday's high of 86. The winds are coming out of the south to occasionally southwest at around 5 to 10 miles an hour. More of a south wind later on today with wind speeds up at around 10 to 15 plus. All right, we are going to set a record today. We are forecasting a high of 94. The record for today is 90. We'll talk more about that coming up a little bit. That record will fall. Who gets a little rain today? Yes, there is rain still in our forecast on this Monday and a chilly, wet end of the week. You're going to love the seven-day forecast when we return in just a little bit. Sally.
2: Okay, thank you. Former President Trump is preparing to make his way to New York. He's gonna be arraigned tomorrow. People gathering outside and around his Florida golf course, showing their support as the former president left in his motorcade. He's expected to fly today to New York City, not the criminal courthouse tomorrow. Former President Trump will be fingerprinted. It's yet to determine if he's gonna take a mugshot. The indictment involves hush money to adult film star Stormy Daniels, allegedly. As sources tell NBC News, there are at least 30 counts related to document fraud. There is a new Republican in the race for a president ahead of 2024's election. It's former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson running.
1: He left office in January after eight years as governor. He's up against three other Republicans so far. Of course, former President Donald Trump, also former South Carolina governor and U.S. ambassador to the United Nations Nikki Haley, and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. As for the Democrats, President Joe Biden says he intends to run for re-election, but hasn't made an official announcement. Self-help author and spiritual advisor, Marianne Williamson, back in the race. She ran for the Democratic nomination in 2020.
2: A violent robbery in South Austin ends with two young teenagers arrested. What APD is saying about the trend of crimes involving teens?
1: And as March Madness is wrapping up, millions of Americans are checking their bank accounts after putting money on games. The discussion lawmakers are having about legalizing online sports betting. Good morning, a live look outside as uh, we soak in the morning after the Country Music Television Awards here in Austin. So appreciate you being here with us. I stayed up a little later than normal to (laughs) watch some of that. I know you probably did as well. I want to tell you about some of the news, though, that we're covering this morning. Austin police noticing an increase in teens involved in robberies with deadly
3: weapons.
2: Officers recently arrested a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old for a gas station robbery on East Stasney Lane. That's near Congress Avenue and the robbery unit still needs to identify a third person they say is involved. There's video that shows the robbery. NAPD says three people entered the store last Wednesday demanded money as the clerk tried to open the store safe. One of the gunmen shot at it.
1: APD says the clerk is fine, no bullets hitting them. Robbery unit investigators say though they recognize some of the teens involved. They're part of a crime group. They're responsible, according to police, for 11 other robberies earlier this year.
4: Wow.
2: Pope Francis is back to his papal duties for Holy Week. Following that health scare, the Vatican's press office says he plans to travel to a youth detention center on Holy Thursday to wash the feet of inmates.
1: He'll celebrate masses on Friday, Saturday, and Easter Sunday. He was back hosting mass yesterday on Palm Sunday. Came a day after leaving a Rome hospital who's being treated for bronchitis. Battling a hoarse voice, the Pope presided over mass before tens of thousands of people gathered there at St. Peter's Square. The pontiff reminded the world to see the marginalized and those who are alone and abandoned. The work to recover after a major storm system wiped through the South and Midwest.
2: A victim shares their story after a shooting at an East Austin park that was filled with families at the time.
3: Dynamic battle between two very impressive teams the women's national championship game between LSU and Iowa was a doozy we've got the action and reactions later in sports today
2: this KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pullout shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach.
1: Hey, good morning. This is a live look from our Indeed Domain Tower camera up there in North Austin It is a quiet little warm start to your Monday, to your work week. Thanks for joining us. Nothing like what they've been seeing up in the Midwest. Cleanup efforts continuing throughout the South and Midwest this morning.
2: After that major storm system ripped from Arkansas to Illinois and Delaware, killing at least 30 people in its path since Friday. Here we see the restoration in Huntsville, Alabama after an EF3 tornado devastating that area. The tornado had winds of over 160 miles per hour early Saturday morning. People spent the weekend cutting down fallen trees and cleaning up the storm damage, looking for anything they can to salvage. Several people are hopping on flights today after storms canceled or delayed thousands of them. 1,800 canceled flights across the country. Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport seeing the most flights canceled on Sunday. And Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport had the most cancellations on Saturday
1: another major company could be laying off employees mcdonald's expected to make a big announcement today about company restructuring and layoffs last week an internal email told staff in its offices to work from home and so it can deliver staffing decisions virtually unknown how many employees could be laid off in this also this morning there's a new study on the housing market showing that here in texas it is alive and well Smart Asset Study says 12 of the top 20 U.S. cities with the best housing markets for growth and stability, they're right here in Texas.
2: Of those in the top 10, we're number one. The Austin metro area ranking number one overall due in large part two. Home values seen an increase over the last 25 years. Midland came in at number two after seeing a major jump in home prices Dallas number eight with the boom in major companies making area home for the headquarters there. San Antonio was the next with number nine, and that was because of an accelerated rate of housing prices and growing population. And then Houston came in at number 10 with home prices increasing by over 200%. So yes, we're number one, we want to be number one, but not know about that one. Uh, Taylor, wow, Taylor Swift wrapping up two <laughs> nights of shows in Arlington, and she does not plan on stopping there in Austin, but Swifties here in Central Texas have a chance to take home a cat or a kitten named after one of your favorite Taylor Swift songs.
1: Austin Pets Alive has given dozens of these little kitties names from Mr. Perfectly Fine to Champagne Problems. <laughs> <laughs> all named after her songs so get your new kitty with a swifty inspired name to help <laughs> them out I
2: like anti-hero you have to name one a little anti-hero you know
1: D- do they have- perfect uh, yeah that's right <laughs> or, that's
2: right a lot of visitors in town yesterday from all over for mm-hmm. the. that's right show.
0: speaking of music yeah. yeah cmt's here and of course other people might have been in town for the kite fest on saturday We were there I was there, yeah. David, uh, Kristen, Jim, Nick, and Luca, and oh, Neville, yeah. and it was oh, nice Luka. seeing everybody. didn't get a chance to see Kristen, she did the morning shift and I did the afternoon shift. Yeah. But we gave away all of the kites, nice. all 250 of them, everybody had a good time. Good. And uh, the weather was cooperating. Kite flying weather? It was decent kite okay. flying weather. There were some kites that uh, some of the kids had trouble uh, getting up in the air, but uh, with a little adult help they were able to do good. that. Good. All right, the rain held off. Now we did have a little rain last night uh, that was confined to San Saba County and uh, in Milam County too, but here in the Austin area, we had no rain. Here is a live look from the domain, or not the domain, from the Austinian weather camp where we are reporting a partly to mostly cloudy sky. All right, yesterday we reached a high of 86 degrees, eight above normal and 13 shy of the record, but a record will be set today We are heading to a high of around 94 degrees this afternoon. The record for today is 90, and that was set a few years ago, 2017. Tomorrow's record is 92. I think that record will hold. All right, clouds this morning will give way to a partly cloudy to mostly sunny sky this afternoon, but late we start seeing some rain coming out of the hill country. This is at 6 o'clock on to some heavy downpours in Williamson County. Here is seven o'clock. And then the eastern part of Williamson County at eight o'clock on into Milam County where the thunderstorms decrease in intensity and drop off after about nine or 10 o'clock or so. And then we're just mostly cloudy tonight and again for tomorrow. The Storm Prediction Center, once again, keeping an eye out on our area with a marginal one out of five risk for some severe weather today, but I think those thunderstorms remain below severe criteria and there may be a heavy downpour for you folks in Georgetown. All right, then we go to Tuesday because we have an increase in showers and thunderstorms ahead of the cold front Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. There's seven o'clock then we see rain lingering on into the afternoon. A better chance of rain starts on Thursday morning, expands across the area Thursday afternoon, Thursday night to Friday morning, Friday afternoon into Friday night, on to Saturday morning. Bring it! We love it! Saturday afternoon some rain and then Easter Sunday right now is looking dry. How about some of these rain totals? The American model about two inches plus in areas in our eastern counties, an inch to two inches for most of the rest of the area. 94 will set a record today, 90 tomorrow will not, and then we're cooler, especially Thursday and Friday with those excellent chances of showers and thunderstorms as we head to the end of the week, a little bit of rain Saturday, and then we should be just seeing a few isolated to scattered showers on Sunday. Well, it is time to vote for your favorite viewer photo. Here at KXAN, we get hundreds of photos sent to us each month by our wonderful viewers. You can head on over to KXAN.com and help us choose the best viewer photo of March. The winning photo will move on to represent March in the Best Viewer Photos of the Year competition. Again, just head over to KXAN.com and click on this story to vote. This is KXAN
3: Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning. There were plenty of dark days for LSU women's basketball in recent years. Just three years ago, they only finished with nine wins. However, since Kim Mulkey left Baylor to head back to her home state to take over the program at LSU, it's been a steady climb, and Sunday they reached the mountaintop. LSU facing Iowa in the national championship game. Two dynamic teams doing battle in Dallas. There's the first lady and Billie Jean King. Plenty of other stars in the house for this one. That's a star right there, Caitlin Clark drilling the three pointer. That was her second straight three to tie it up in the first Clark had 30, knew she would get hers. But Jasmine Carson, she was on fire yesterday, drilling the three pointer to make it a 13 point lead. Then the last seconds of the first half, Carson. One more time at the buzzer to put LSU up by 17 going into the break. Iowa making a run though, they wouldn't go away quietly Gabby Marshall with the three-pointer, cut it to nine. Then in the fourth quarter, Kate Martin with LSU up by 11. She makes the three-pointer here, and Iowa only down by eight after that. Too much LSU, though. In this one, Kim Mulkey and her Tigers complete the turnaround. Winning the national championship over Iowa 102 to 85. Jasmine Carson scored 22 points in 22 minutes off the bench. Alexis Morris scored 21. Angel Reese had a double double with 15 points and 10 rebounds. First title in school history, a special team for sure. But they don't need the likes of me to say that. The biggest goal is to be a national champion, and that's what I did. And that's what I I can just brag on because at the end of the day, it's, it's a team effort. And regardless, I'm going to be me, but I can't do it without the the girls here. And I can't do it without the rest of my teammates and my coaches. So Twitter can say what they want to say. I love Twitter and I love reading those comments. I have all the screenshots of what everybody has said about me all season. And now what are you going to say now? (laughs) She's talking the talk and walking the walk for sure. The men's national championship game will be tonight. It will be San Diego State and UConn. Tip-off will be at 8 o'clock and two other notes UT baseball they lost to Oklahoma state on the road 4 to 3 on Sunday UT softball got run ruled by Oklahoma losing 10 to 2 Oklahoma sweeps UT softball uh, in that series so that's it for sports let's go back over to you
1: thank you Jonathan we have march madness coming to a close now tens of millions of americans are either celebrating or uh, a little disappointed, checking their bank accounts and uh, seeing how they did after betting on games.
2: Legal or not, Texans have also taken part, which is why some state lawmakers are trying to legalize online sports betting. As our Monica Madden reports, the effort, though, could give games over signs in the Texas Senate.
4: MAKING HIS RADIO ROUNDS, LIEUTENANT GOVERNOR DAN PATRICK THREW A CURVEBALL AT THE PROSPECT OF LEGALIZING SPORTS BETTING.
1: FROM DAY ONE, uh, WE HAD ZERO SUPPORT FOR CASINO GAMBLING OR
4: SPORTS BETTING. TELLING THE MARK DAVIS SHOW HE DOESN'T HAVE THE TWO-THIRDS VOTES NEEDED FOR TWO DIFFERENT CONSTITUTIONAL AMENDMENTS THAT WOULD LEGALIZE SPORTS BETTING AND CASINOS.
1: UNLESS I HAVE 15, 16 REPUBLICANS meaning it's a Republican-driven bill because we're in a Republican-driven state Mm -hmm. led by conservative Republicans. I'm not bringing a bill to the floor.
4: One of Patrick's top allies, however, Republican Senator Lois Kolkhorst is sponsoring the sports betting bill.
1: I need to have consensus by the Republicans. Otherwise, it's a bill that the Democrats are passing. We don't do that in the Senate.
4: Meanwhile, in the House...
0: Hundreds of thousands of our constituents, of citizens of all ages, including minors, who right now today, especially with March Madness, are placing unsafe, unsecure, illegal, criminal bets very easily.
4: The sports betting bill took a timeout last week. It's left pending in committee.
3: And right now what we're seeing within the Republican Party is a split party.
4: Experts say the debates come down to a clash over business interest and conservative family values.
3: The lieutenant governor has serious qualms about the merits and benefits of gambling that is i think he sees the negative social consequences of gambling as often outweighing the revenue benefits that they if gambling provides
2: Monica Madden KXAN News and the Texas Sports Betting Alliance estimates legalizing it could bring in 6 billion dollars in revenue every single year
0: Thanks for joining KXAN News today you can also listen to KXAN News nightly every weekday after 5:30 p.m for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.